This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Flannel Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. I'm Chris. Uh, welcome along for the ride. I'm Jesse. Wow, Jesse's got his glasses off right now, and it's I and it's fine. I can't even seeing Jesse like this. I can't even see the screen. Yeah, I was trying, was trying a new greeting out, and so I, I wanted it. to. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to see your reactions. <laughs> nice. <I didn't> wanna... <laughs> yeah, for the for those uh, Patreons who are watching us live, I actually have my glasses on now. Steve's got yeah. this prescription. I, I they are. They, they're nice. I, I like I've, them. Like never seen you wear glasses. When did these? When did this happen? Uh March, April, something like that. <clears throat> so like I went to my year. physical for work, and uh, you know, you have to go through the whole thing for the Haswopper forty hour, and uh, the nurse is like, "So uh, you don't wear glasses, huh?" I was like, "Nope." She's like, "Well, you're jumping in with both feet. You need bifocals, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks, lady. <laughs> super kind wow. <laughs> hey old man yeah you need- and, then, and then when i got my glasses the, the doctor was like you drove yourself here <laughs> <laughs> but at, as it turns out i have like one bad eye and the other eye is like almost fine so in my brain my brain like is basically making the one eye work and then uh super it was super computing yeah so everything seemed fine-ish you know obviously you know i'm in my mid-40s my you know the font on your phone is starting to get a little tiny and things like that i i, I did notice that was get, happening the older i get like when i'm like writing something up on on uh in microsoft word the text is getting bigger and bigger and bigger oh, throughout the years you yeah. know i used to do like the super yeah. small stuff and i'm like eh, no, I, why make it hard for myself let's <laughs> let's go up to 120 percent right now you know <laughs> it it does make sense steve when we're driving with you and trying to hold the conversation you slur a lot because your brain is working so hard to process the images coming in yeah yep, i attribute that's it to something it else but you know <laughs> <laughs> uh good times uh yeah so so i i can be totally fine without my glasses it just helps but then reading too because they're bifocals so i can read now there we go ladies and gentlemen the great steve peterson so we keep him around for jumping in with glasses telling you plus he just looks smarter wearing the glasses i didn't want to say anything years ago but now it's just like okay (laughs) (laughs) wait so I, i i wasn't smart no, I just look. No, smart. you didn't look very smart, but no, you look smarter now. You look <laughs> not you know. got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Uh, so speaking of smart, uh, what are we going to be talking about today, there, gentlemen? Well, we got a topic. We're going to, uh, well, kind of a uh, two-fold topic here. We're going to talk oh. about some uh, large igneous provinces, and uh, specifically, we're going to look at the the biggest one. The uh, Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. Ah, we're going camping. The camp. We're going camping. The camp. Yeah. C A M P. Talking about lips and camp. Nice. So, so, yeah, again, camp is Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. Camp. Yeah. So, we should probably talk about what a, what a large igneous province is before we get into the, uh, 
before we go camping. I'm, I'm guessing it's big. It's kind and of it's, big. it's not. A, it's not a very. I will. So who came up with this term? It's they. They didn't. Well, whoever came up with this term did not spend a lot of time. Oh, here we go. 1992. It was uh, first used. Not a very uh, creative term. I will say it gets the point across. You don't have to do any explaining. If you want to talk, talk, talk to someone about large igneous provinces, it's like, all right, I kind of understand what you're getting at now, you know? So it is very to the point, right? Mm-hmm. I was just uh, I was just telling my class about, we was talking about the Big Bang. And I was like, once again, the physicists didn't really spend too much time thinking of thinking of that one, you know? just That, that one started as an insult. Did it really? There's, I didn't know there's a story behind this. Please oh, tell. yeah. So there was, you know, I forget who it was, w- was having like an active debate or argument with some of these are an early researcher on the idea. And he's like, what do you think? It all just began with some big bang. Really? Uh, yeah. So it sort of started as as trying to put it down. And they were like, you know what? That's a that's a great way to describe it. No, <laughs> talk about backfire and yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I wow. I used to, uh, I once and only once made made a joke uh, a a bad joke in poor taste. Maybe I'll save it for the Patreon extra. Actually, <laughs> all right, color I'll me intrigued. Right now, where's my pen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get us off track here. All right. Gotcha. So uh, large igneous province. So like I said, it's pretty much exactly as it is, as it, you know, it's exactly as it sounds. It's uh, looking at extremely large accumulation of igneous rocks, which we're looking at like uh, intrusions like dikes and sills. You're looking at uh, lava flows, things like that. Um, uh, when, when magma is basically moving up towards the, the surface of the earth. And so like, so we'll use this term large igneous province or like lips for, for short, you know, shorten it up. Um, usually there it's, uh, it's attributed to like mantle plumes. So see with like divergent plate boundaries. Um, so we've seen, there's been some, uh, some pretty big, uh, large igneous provinces. Um, We've talked about some of them before, actually, like the 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 Deccan traps in India. Uh, that was going on uh, at the end, you know, basically end Cretaceous. Um, some other ones, like we talked to, we've done episodes about the Siberian traps, which is attributed to the uh, end Permian mass extinction event. Um, you guys know what the uh, and, and here, the, the traps are big giant flood basalts yeah right yeah 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 mm-hmm. you guys know what the youngest and smallest of the large igneous provinces are i do is Ooh. that the one out west in washington bingo there you go the yeah. columbia river basalt there you go yeah. i a yeah. disclaimer i i gave a lecture on volcanoes today oh so you're like <laughs> <laughs> well but i i only i only i don't really talk i don't go into large igneous provinces much other than say like there's these other features and then i talk i briefly met i show a picture of some of the the deposits out west yeah uh what is it the 
Three Devils Mesa and Moses Cooley out in Washington. You can see the 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 layers. Oh, nice. Yeah. I I once did the math and I don't I don't remember it off the I did it, you know, ten years ago. I was given a lecture on it. And it's something like if you know, if you took just from the Columbia so the Columbia River um flood basalts uh is is the one we're talking about here, the newest and sort of the smallest. If you took all of the the igneous material from that event and poured it into Central Park, it would reach like three quarters of the way to the moon or something, just to get a sense of how wow. much material. It's something. It's something. That I I I ran the numbers one time when I had apparently free time to just mm-hmm. do yeah. these stupid things, but like calculations in the out of how many African elephants would that be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it was, you know, it's it's a little shocking just. It, it, I, I do it to illustrate just how much uh, magma is involved in these in these events, it's or kind of, is it how small is Central Park? Should be bigger. <laughs> should be bigger. Make it the whole island. Good point. Go. Very good point there. <laughs> um, I, the, the other thing too with these large igneous provinces is uh, they are forming geologically quick, like less than a million years couple hundred thousand years or so um especially with the the columbia river basalts um all that was was formed in in like i said between that one specifically is between uh under a million and you know maybe couple uh, as little as a couple hundred thousand years yeah i mean they, they can't they they figure that they, they had pulses so it it, it mm-hmm. but each pulse was about six hundred thousand years yeah, yeah, and that's and I think there was the four or at least four pulses. Yeah, like what is it? Columbia River has two main dike swarms um, that were associated with it. Uh, I'm blanking on it. I think it's Chief Chief Joseph Dike Swarm and the other one. Yeah, never in a million years am I going to pull that out of my brain. Uh, <laughs> just letting yeah. you know right now uh sorry it's I, it was there there's actually a couple chief joseph was the biggest one now in the north and then there's the monument dike swarm and the steens in the south um yeah it's it is crazy how much i mean columbia river is that flood basalt covers eighty one thousand square miles it's a huge area and they they yeah what is it a hundred and almost two hundred thousand cubic kilometers of of magma igneous material there's a lot but yeah under three three million years three wow i saw some numbers that were less than that but it's uh that's still when you think about the amount that comes out there they're kind of they're they're going off in, in these like it's a relatively short spurt geologically geologically yeah. short spurt yeah three million years for humans is yeah and I don't I mean I don't want to get too much into Columbia River right but uh go ahead we're doing it it's it's a large igneous uh, province not too uh too far off no it's I mean it's it's really interesting when you think about and maybe you will talk about how these things form but when you when you see where it's at um 
and and they th- when do they think it erupted like 15 million years ago something like that um so it's in the pacific northwest origin oregon and washington but the southern end is basically in in southern oregon mm-hmm. southwestern idaho and then you can see the the hot spot track uh as the continent moves come up the yellowstone hot spot today mm. But the hotspot track uh, essentially comes from that. Is so. it that the Columbia basalts they're uh, they're related to the Yellowstone hotspot? I mean, I don't know that off. I don't know enough about the Columbia River basalt. I'm just just looking at a map and thinking about the timing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, yeah, it's probably you know whatever upwelling. But I don't know because I I didn't. I didn't Large. think they were because I thought the the Yellowstone no. hotspot had like that bow wave of like going from southwest well, to northeast. No, I mean they're 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 connected. Well, they're they're sort of at the same spot um, at the start the start of the hotspot track as we know in southeastern southwestern Idaho. And the timing is six that it was 16 million years ago mm-hmm. when we see oh, the first evidence of yeah. that hotspot, which is yeah. right. But uh, that's really interesting because remember, we, we talked about in a previous episode about hotspots, or maybe it was an extra where we talked about the the recent research saying about like, yeah, the, the, the two blobs yeah. on the mantle core boundary feeding all of the hotspots around the globe and and that's the way i always learned it that it was something associated with the d double prime at that right interface but that's not how we think large igneous provinces form though right as far as i've always understood them correct all right that's all i need just be a coincidence yeah yeah it's it's sort of it's almost yeah it's Maybe yeah, maybe a coincidence just akin to like Iceland. It's just a hot spot that's on the mid ocean ridge. Mm-hmm. So it's huh, hot spots are weird. The uh I'm on a USGS website. I'm reading about the Columbia River basalt group, and it is related to the Yellowstone hotspot. It's there not universally accepted. Two out of three geologists confirm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yes. So that that Columbia River basalt was the the latest, but not nearly the greatest. It's the Ooh. smallest. But if you want to look at the biggest, now we'll go to the opposite end of the spectrum, which is uh, oh, was it ten times the size or ten times the volume? I think ten times the size. So uh, Jesse was talking about eighty some thousand square miles. This Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. Covered eleven million square kilometers, so miles versus kilometers. So yes, there is a, a conversion there that I don't feel like doing. But one point two times ten to the fourteenth square feet. In case you're wondering, there you go. Yeah, I do have that in square feet too, <laughs> but not well. I mean, I guess so. The length was three thousand miles long, and the width was sixteen hundred miles wide. So it's pretty flipping big. Yeah, it's, it's it's big, and so this whole thing erupted also in less than a million years. 
Well, there there are four pulses that lasted about six hundred thousand years each. Is what what I've the research that I've done, which is, you know, extensive. <laughs> um, so this uh, the Central Atlantic magmat uh, magmatic province, or we're just going to call it Camp for short because that's kind of a mouthful. This is what's responsible for for breaking up Pangaea. And um, so we're looking at, uh, you know, end of the end of the Triassic period. Um, yes. So 200 million years ago, 200. Yeah. Puts it 200 million years ago. Uh, there's some debate as to whether this caused the end Triassic uh, uh, mass extinction event. And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you, you see our <clears throat> it, other other of these flood basalts associated with extinction events. Yeah. I mean, you are changing the surface of the planet a lot, like a lot, a lot. How is that not going to affect? Well, the, the debate from what I was reading comes down to timing. They, they, they know it's around the, uh, some people are saying it might be uh, like early Jurassic. And they're saying, like, if it is like, if it is, you know, a little bit past that boundary, then it couldn't have attribute, it couldn't have caused the, uh, that mass extinction event. But I think a lot of people are leaning towards, uh, that the, the, uh, camp being responsible for the, for the, you know, Triassic, Jurassic mass extinction event. Yeah. I thought they, had, I thought they had the dating down pretty tight on it. I mean, um, that yeah. I, I thought I just remember reading. Yeah, it was I thought it was late Jurassic. Uh late, latest late latest Triassic, Triassic early, early Jurassic. Jurassic. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, where was I? I'm was I was reading the a source, one one group or there was one one paper that was saying like it was they didn't they didn't I don't know. They weren't weren't biting that it was uh causing a mass extinction event. But I think most people do attribute that. Um uh, oh, here it is. Um, looking at some of the, there's been some, yeah. So, um, looking at the one one paper here, this person kind of from 2007 was uh, interpreting it for something else. But anyways, um, but also, you know, just over that time period, which is is a pretty long time period, if we're talking four pulses of 600,000 years, you know, that's you know two and a half million years. That's pretty slow for a mass extinction event so did it cause it or was it a contributing factor to it or is it was it the the tipping point that that made it happen like i i guess it's it's tough to you know put a pin on it or put a pin in it you know what i mean to say like yes mm-hmm. this is exactly when this happened but if you think about it over those two and a half million years you took one continent and you broke it up like just think of all the environmental changes, you know, the, the chemistry of the ocean changes, like yeah, every, everything is changing over that two and a half million year period. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on, you know, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So we see evidence of the camp, uh, geez, all over, basically, uh, all over kind of, I guess you, like, you could say like, kind of near the perimeter of the Atlantic Ocean. 
because that I mean that's where it's where Pangea broke up. Yeah, so, I did I did do the math real quick. It's four point two square, four point two million square miles, or eleven million square miles. That's as opposed to eleven million square kilometers. It's a lot. It's pretty big. It's bigger than my but house. Like if you look at the the outline of of where they think or how big uh, people think this thing was, it basically put together Pangea. I want to try to explain this. It goes basically across Eastern North America, Western Africa. It goes down into it looks most, like it covers a huge chunk of like Brazil and South. Yeah, America. most of Brazil. Yeah, uh, stuff up in like. Uh, I guess like you'd say like uh, like Western Europe, Iceland. Yeah, like maybe. the Ibe- Iberian Peninsula. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's big big chunk of real estate. Yeah, and it's it, it sort of makes if you look at a map of the Atlantic Ocean, <clears throat> the North Atlantic opened first, and this is the yeah. opening of the North Atlantic. Yeah, and the South Atlantic only opens actually kind of well after it. They don't become connected until the mid Cretaceous. So the, this is sort of the, the start of the North Atlantic. So you look where the North Atlantic touches and you'll see the North Atlantic is wider, you know, North Africa, North, Northern parts of South America through North America and, and Europe. Yeah. And just, 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 just look at from, a map. That's all I say. And from a little kid perspective, those those puzzle pieces look like they fit closer together too. Yeah. I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking you to please look at a map. <laughs> <laughs> just any map, really. Just yeah. Well, I you know, there's two things that I I I I I care about in this world. It's, what's it's good maps. Good maps. And prop- and proper formatting. Ooh. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> Beautiful segue to our wonderful sponsor, the Formatting Formula, www.formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Yeah, can't say enough good things about them. Um, they just had, uh, they they teach a class at USC every year and uh, USC keeps hiring them back to teach all a bunch of, I forget what school it is. I should probably do a little more research on this, but there's some school at USC that actually hires the formatting formula to come and teach a class every semester or once, once a year um, at USC for all their grad students to figure out how their grad students can figure out how to format themselves. Um, or you can just hire the formatting formula like we do because we love them and they're fast and great and super easy to work with. So formattingformula.com, please make sure you tell them that's the geology flannel cast sent you. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. So um this is not it, sponsored by USC, by the way. <laughs> it was that the uh the tiny little uh disclaimer text you yes. had to read at the very end. Exactly. I, I should have read it real fast. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so this name uh Central Atlantic Magmatic Province uh, was basically came out in 1999, so it's 20, 24 years old. Not 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 too old in the uh, you know in the scientific community. Um, that can't be right. 1999 was like five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little more than five years ago. 
Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Um, I learned uh, something new when I was researching this. Uh, one of the one of the places that the uh, people are looking at studying, or where they are studying the, the camp, is in my home state of Georgia, Southern Georgia. There's a swarm of dikes, all related to uh, all related to the uh, Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. One of the one of the one of the best spots in the United States to study that. Also, uh, going up more into uh, your guys, your your neck of the woods, the uh, the Newark group, uh, know, the super group. Thank you very much. Super group. Excuse me, I'm not giving it justice. It's <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen a lot of camp in my day. Yeah, but you know Newark. where I haven't I haven't seen it. The Amazon River Basin. I think we should take a field trip. No. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. The jungles just don't do it for me. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'd rather. Yeah. Can we see it in like Greenland? I yeah. Greenland. I, parasites, insects. I'm not. Uh, there's like really big bugs down there. All right. Fine. Greenland. It's, it's really humid. Greenland would be cool. Would mind going to Greenland. Um. So here's a here's a fun here's a thing to think about. The so we talked about how the camp is uh you know associated with the end triassic mass extinction and uh this may have enabled the dinosaurs to become super dominant they kind of you know rose rose to the top as a result of this so this now is now we house yeah now we know how to who to thank yeah <laughs> thanks a lot thanks Thank a you. lot camp yeah so, like I said, this is this is the biggest one, um, uh, and um, like I said, there's other other areas where you can uh, study the, the stuff. Morocco's a has a um, actually the thickest uh, sequence lava flow sequence. How thick is it? Uh, <laughs> more than three hundred meters thick. Oh, that's a, that's a nice nice chunk of uh, of uh, lava there to study. In the uh, in the Atlas Mountains, there, the Central yeah. High Atlas Mountains. Yeah, it's high and it's the center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, other places in uh, Eastern North America where you can see this, uh, the Newark Supergroup, which goes basically up the uh, all around the the Mid Atlantic states, it goes down as far south as I want to say like North Carolina. How far up north does it go? Does it go up to into Canada, it does go into Canada. Okay, no, yeah. Nova Scotia, um, the yeah. Bay of Fundy. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, it goes. I mean, uh, I think he's the southern tip of Greenland, right? Wow. Uh, just based on the map that I saw, I want to say yes, but I I don't know that for certain. But that's what it looks like according to uh, the map I have here. Bay of Fundy, largest of tidal Fund- range in the world. 16 oh man. Meters. Yeah, it's. It it lives up to his name. It is fun. D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if terrible. I knew how to surf, I would want to go surfing on the tidal bore as it comes in. One of the few places you can actually surf the high tide coming in. Huh. Yeah. I I don't know about that, but yeah, I'd like to be on a boat. Fall? If if you fall, then you're done. You can't. <laughs> I don't like those stakes. Those. It's, then you got 
then you got to wait uh, 12 hours and 25 minutes for the next high tide to come in. Yeah, Sorry. I don't I don't think I, I don't think I like that. Um <clears throat> it might not touch southern Greenland now that I'm looking at some other stuff. It's interesting now. Mhm. Yeah, well, but it's it's been pretty it's been pretty well studied in depth with um you know, lots of dating like argon argon dating um paleomag stuff which which makes sense because it's gonna freeze in that magnetic field as it solidifies um and it's pretty ubiquitous over a large area so how cool would that be as a magnetostratigrapher to be like just to be able to take those samples you know basically you go all the way from like the amazon all the way up to nova scotia and you know plot that data across yeah. the globe to figure out where Pangea was at the time and man I don't know it just seems like a such a robust data yeah, I mean, set it's an incredible data set too and it it gives us a window into say how supercontinents break up because this is the point we have this record now of say Pangea breaking up and it's maybe showing us how and why they break up yeah and and you would briefly mentioned before like the d double prime stuff for the hotspots but the you know and again this is just like intro to geology level but what i was always taught was like you know when you have a supercontinent it's kind of like a blanket heats stuff up and it it gets hot and then it you know starts to break up and get pushed (laughs) apart so yeah it's so it it bulges up and stretches the crust right and then that crust collapses inward. So that's why you get valleys in rift zones. Because it gets all thinned and weak. And uh, that's why I refuse to get thin. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't want to be weak and <laughs> have an ocean but, form in my belly button. Yeah. Nobody so I, it, it is. <laughs> I think the, the question is like, why... So it's it's thought to be a mantle plume that's coming up, right? And it's pushes up on the crust and it thins it out, mm-hmm. collapses in and starts causing the rifting. But like, why? Why that mantle plume? Now, yeah, why there? That's that's what I mean. Like I was always taught, like oh, the, you know, theory is yeah. like it just uh, yeah, that blanket yeah. insulates it and, and gets it warm. Like the the stuff around the edges of the continent kind of stay cool. I, I guess mean, because of the oceans and the, you know, whatever. But I mean, uh, I was, they weren't there though. So like, I, yeah, this is interesting. Like I, I was just uh, I was worked just out for us on the coast. I was just reading about how um, one of the one of the theories about you know, where it comes from. You can blame the Farallon plate. I feel like we blame the Farallon plate we for a while. We do, Chris. Kind of, you're Chris's two go-tos are the Farallon plate and hot spots. <laughs> hot spots, baby. What, what happened? Hot spot. Where's but, uh, Sasquatch? The, He's in a hot spot. It's it's all. Oh man, I saw I saw a speaking of, go off topic. For a second, I saw a video out by Durango. There's a train that you can get on from. I I think it connects direct in Colorado, Durango to Silverton. I think. But anyways, um somebody dressed up as a as as bigfoot and was like 
messing with people on, on the train as they were like <laughs> well, they haven't proved that it was that person dressed up <laughs> there's no way they, i saw the video there's it's, it's the video is great uh but that, that man suit. is taking his life in his hands a woman or wh- whoever it was like you tell me some somebody out west doesn't see sasquatch so they're not going to shoot at it yeah <laughs> or do you dress up as sasquatch in a high-vis vest just to be safe <laughs> i mean the Sasquatch has been hanging around for a while, so he knows how not to get shot. I would imagine. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But the, the yeah. All time leader in hide and seek. <laughs> Sasquatch is the Yeti like a cousin of the Sasquatch? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I uh, obviously I could, I could go off on the Yeti for a and not insignificant amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear my. Um, thoughts on it yeah we'll we'll say that for the the patreon <laughs> jesse goes off on the yeti <laughs> i'm a fan um, of the yeti don't get me wrong but no i was but, just so i was just reading just recently about how it could be uh um uh, uh associated with uh the kind of like the farallon plate churning stuff up in the mantle and uh wait i i thought the farallon plate wasn't yeah that old. The, how long has the farallon plate been in the mantle right I, I didn't think it was that old. Two hundred million years seems old. Wait a minute, dude! I can't wait for for us to find out. No, that, like, it's not the, the, the Farallon plate. It's the not Farallon the plate. I'm sorry, I got, was I got actually like a super get... star destroyer that crashed into the planet. I got the, oh, <laughs> no, I screwed that up. Yeah, <laughs> I screwed that up. Yeah, the Farallon. Just blame the Farallon plate. It's not. I screwed up the plate. It had something a previously subducted plate from when when uh from underneath the the Iapetus ocean. Oh. Uh, I do. I like Steve's idea better about a star destroyer. Yeah, crashing into the planet. Farallon plate or bust. Hey, you think <laughs> about it. It was a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. Yeah. How long is a long, long time ago? Maybe two hundred million years. Yeah. Sure, they don't get very specific. You'll be yeah. George Lucas. Yeah. What What's the geologic age? Come on. Um. And it, yeah. So I mean, the camps are. Large igneous provinces as a whole are, they're weird. They're weird, right? It's not just me. No, they're weird. There's there's a bunch of them. You have, uh, oh, I'm looking at a, a map of like the distribution of them all over the earth. And I'm looking at, uh, geez, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's got to be like 14 here. Eight, nine, ten, yeah, one, I mean, two, three, four, five, 15. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So 12. what did I, what did I say? Three million years for the Columbia River basalt. The camps were thought to be three pulses. What did you say? Sixty, six hundred thousand years. I I read four pulses of six hundred thousand years each. That's crazy. That's so short. Yeah, yeah. It's, for that it's, much uh, material to come up. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like the, you're changing the surface of the planet so much. And all the gases that are released too from the right and yeah to different chemicals like that's and that's that's sort of at the heart of so that there's a a segment of people that think the deccan traps in india um they were were responsible 65 million years ago yeah they were responsible for the extinction event and not the impact with uh mercury i got reamed out because i asked uh an impact specialist about the deck and traps and this person did not like me asking that and <laughs> totally reamed me out and 
and said, uh, I don't know. He didn't like that. I mean, but, but that's that's at the heart of uh, <clears throat> that, that issue is like we see the extinction layer at 66 million years and it lines up with the the impact but the deck and traps i think span that they get there before and after yes and um so there's some thought that they led to like you know things started dying off and you know ecosystems were fragile and then the impact like was the nail in the coffin yeah exactly but even even the Siberian traps, their timing is thought to be less than a million years, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. For all that crap to come out. Yeah. They they did come up through, as we talked about earlier, peat, which that that's that's cooking a lot of fossil fuels there all at once. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was yeah. It's coming up with the, there was peat and then limestone. Yeah in the area as well it was it was uh because yeah that's the whole thing with the deck or not the deck um the siberian traps is that if you it shouldn't have changed if you look at just the amount of magma or you know lava i guess associated or with the the siberian traps it shouldn't have changed the climate or the you know the earth like really uh as much as it did there had to been other other factors at play and that's where they're coming into like yeah like jesse said the peat and then also like limestone in the area cooking all that and, and throwing all that into the atmosphere as well say i guess co2 is the the big one we worry about from volcanism i mean short term short term you can have um um hydrogen sulfate yeah which blocks sunlight but you can also have poisonous you can get like halides like hydrofluoric and um hydrogen bromide or other gases like you get sulfuric acid sulfuric acid yeah yeah and so they that was but that would be localized right that's pretty low yeah like when um was that volcano in the 18th century Lockheed in in 1783 erupted when it the the gas it was essentially the gases that did a lot of the killing especially on the island i think it killed a quarter of the population of iceland at the time and it killed like all of the sheep on the entire island and so it led to like it, it poisoned all of the crops and led to famine didn't it it and that cl- that that gas cloud moved over Europe and led to famine. I think that's I think it led to it was like the start of the French Revolution, right? Was I think that was the volcano that f- those famines started like the uprising of the people, you know, 10 short years later. Yeah, the, the, Antoinette loses her head. The world smells like farts. Let them eat cake. That's, yeah. <laughs> Can you uh no thanks. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, so it seems bad. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's do is there a, like so? I guess here's a question: 
so these large igneous provinces, these flood basalts, they're all fissure eruptions, right? Because mm-hmm. the lava has to pour, like it's very effusive. Or are they, it, like I think about like Yellowstone today. Yeah. So Yellowstone can either be explosive or you could have lava flows coming from it. And I would assume because they're they're these flood basalts you're just it's just tons and tons of lava that is coming out or flowing on the surface so fissure right fissure eruptions i think you yeah and and you get but like can dikes, you you get dike swarms associated with them as well and yeah uh, what else did i so dikes are just for reference they're you know vertical movement or vertical emplacement of igneous material now i guess the the implication of that is not not everything is making it to the surface yeah so some of it's intrusive right igneous. but i'm just wondering like you get a you get a a, a magmatic pipe that may form a, a dike but does it build could it build pressure and can you get like localized explosive eruptions well, one of the things that it says, you know, you can get um, tephra deposits associated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you 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 get tephra, and I think there's some tuff as well. So I guess you're getting some pyroclastics. Yeah. I I think I I just thinking of the physics of it, it has to, that has to be possible, but. When you're talking about flood basalts, you know, it's who cares? You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like you, you have this. You other... heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. Who cares? Thank <laughs> no, you have these other major eruptions that are just flooding out massive amounts of lava onto the surface. And then, yeah, you're going to have these other pimples popping near it. But, uh, who cares when you're, you're, when you're vomiting all over the surface? Who cares? You, you got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you if you live next to the the pimple. True. Yeah, you don't. Be but I, I I would like to see you two hundred million years ago. Pangea is breaking up, and you're like, oh, who cares? Another <laughs> stuff to deal with. Right. It's been around you long enough. The, it's yeah. service purpose. All right. You see these. <laughs> right. You see these tiny creatures running around. I think they're about to take over. We should keep an eye on them. Yeah. These. Tiny little bird-like things. I don't trust them. Nope. Two two hundred million years ago, we we had uh, land-dwelling, yeah, peeps. Oh, humans? No, no, no. Just just mammals around (laughs) and the Triassic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Our yeah, we're like little shrews. Our little cousins. What up, cuz? Is what I would say. Yeah, little naked mole rats and whatnot. Yeah, because we started having tetrapods, what, 300 and some million years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the dino... Well, tetrapods are... I think... Or, yeah, uh, not tetrapods, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Yeah, the the things that came out of the primordial ooze and started walking on the beaches. Well, yeah, no, you're right with... You're right with... (laughs) You're right with tetrapods, but they're not mammals. No, no, no. Pre-mammals. Pre-mammals. Synopsis, right? Yeah. 
But it, the first mammals are 225-ish. Yeah, so Le- a- after this. No, before this, 225. Before this, like I said, my math working today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so maybe this helped us out. Yeah. And, it, and the clade, I guess the clade we came from, they think originated sometime during the Pennsylvanian. Oh, oh yet again. Circles back to coal. Yeah, yeah. Yet again, you can thank us. You're welcome. Here we are, 325 million years later. Because of the great state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, for better or worse. You got us to thank. Yeah. You're welcome, world. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Just give us a little little credit. Is that Um, so hard? So when's, when's the next flood basalt? Where should we be looking? Yeah, that's a great question. Where should we be looking? East Africa? East, I was going to say East African Rebellion. Do they are they always associated with continental rifting, or is it just like why well, did Columbia like, River is Columbia River, River just because of the hotspot? It was a, a plume, uh, or maybe the hotspot created. So I'm wondering if the hotspot <clears throat> almost creates like a, a pathway, and the mantle is just convecting just right there. I don't know. Someone who does like tomography is probably like pulling their hair out right now, listening yeah. to us talk about the interior of the earth. Send us an email. <laughs> Let us listen, know. Listening to three sedimentologists talk about this stuff. Is, <laughs> yeah, this is. This... <laughs> so wait, you're telling me rocks can melt? This is yeah. This, this is talking about the blind leading the blind right now. This is. <laughs> yeah, so a flood basalt, much like uh, a flood of water don't drive through it no stay out stay alive yep unless you're pierce brosman in dante's peak yeah in an old school chevy (laughs) yeah u.s forest service vehicle yeah wasn't there a scene in the uh the great movie volcano with tommy lee jones they're in the subway and the lava's coming through the subway train yep someone has to jump oh yeah we've had this We've had this conversation several times. Yeah, they, he tosses the guy and then he, he, tries he to jump. jumps into the lava while holding a person on his shoulders and then Ooh. throws the person from his shoulders out to save the person. So basically, he sacrifices himself to save the person that he's and then, holding. But and then the, the issue is that he sinks into the lava and people yes. are like, no. The lava would be more dense and he wouldn't sink into the lava because humans are less dense than lava. My counter argument is he is melting. He is not sinking (laughs) into the lava. His feet and bones are melting. And that's why it looks like he's sinking. Now, just. I don't I don't know why I know this, but I don't think. Bones would melt at those temperatures. You catch just fire. trust me on that. Yeah, I think well, I, I think you would. Uh, I mean, we he would catch the, fire. He saw all of his example. soft parts would melt. Right, but also, wouldn't he sink in a little bit just from his momentum? He would reach an equilibrium like an iceberg. Right. So he would sink in a little bit, like up to his knees, like he does in the movie, and then he would melt. 
No, he goes all the way down like Terminator 2. I'm not going to put into my search history at what temperatures do bones melt. <laughs> he he gives a thumbs up like he's the he's like the Terminator going down into the molten iron. I guess. Or maybe I've made that up in my head. <laughs> I don't I don't remember the thumbs up, but <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he was like screaming cuz he's, you know, being burned alive, but uh yeah, it's also probably true. Uh, it, and then we can go into that Terminator scene too. Is titanium more dense than molten iron? Oh, that's a great question. I don't think it is. Uh, I think it is. I think oh, you're right. Boy. Yeah, duh. we are really asking all the hard questions today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Periodic table of elements. Titanium is definitely more dense than iron. Shoot, now no, I'm worried that I'm totally wrong. That I will look up in my history. Periodic table of elements. Well. I say on that note, I think this is a perfect place, perfect spot to end the podcast for today. I think. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, shoot. Uh, no, titanium is less dense. Man. Titanium is less. <laughs> well, that makes sense. If they're. Because uh, it's like potassium, calcium. Yada, yada. Titanium is like super lightweight. Yeah. It's so just like strong. Make, like, I know. I yeah, was thinking. You make yeah. like the like airplanes, like the SR. Yeah, that's what they use on the space shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Shame on me. Man, that was. All right. I'm going to see myself out. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. <laughs> well, I think that there you have it. We got the, uh, the talked about large igneous provinces and uh, specifically the central Atlantic Bagbatic province. Killed off a lot of stuff, probably. Uh, I think we should probably. go camping on the camp. You know, camping on the camp. Oh. Come down to Georgia. There's plenty of camp dikes down here. We can, uh, no comment, but we can, uh, no, I was thinking just like, I don't know, Gettysburg, Newark, yeah, like somewhere a lot closer than Georgia for us. Pretty close for too. me, man. It's not for a us problem too. for me. It's... <laughs> we outnumber you. You do outnumber me. And we again, like North, we could uh, meet North Carolina. How is that in the middle? No, it would be closer to you. I was thinking like the weighted average. Ah, uh, but it would be probably be like Virginia. Yeah. Wait the two. the weighted average would be even. Yeah, because there's two closer of you to us. Yeah. Up in Philly, one of me in Georgia. Anyways, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So if any well, of our uh, listeners out there have a have a cabin somewhere near, somewhere between Georgia and Pennsylvania. And we can borrow yeah, it. Let we, us up. Let us know. Even even if it's not on the camp, if it's like in West Virginia or somewhere. Wild, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure none of our wives will have a problem with. Yeah, someone who listens to the podcast that we can go stay in their house. Our friend on the internet. <laughs> said we <could>. Exactly. <laughs> said, no, it's totally cool. It <laughs> Keys under the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look in that one closet. Yeah. Don't mind all the. Never mind. <laughs> and also, P.S. Bones melt at twenty five hundred degrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Anyway, well, yes. Uh, thank you to our patrons who are listening live with us. Uh, thank you to all of our uh, supporters out there. If you want to become a supporter, please check us out on Patreon.com. And, uh, you know, we do have some merch on our website, some stickers, some 
other goodies, t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs that make coffee, coffee mugs. Oh, 20% better. 20% better. You know, what's funny. My what's funny? flannel cast coffee mug has moved to the bottom of the rotation and my coffee has not tasted as good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's all psychosomatic, but it matters. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Um, yeah. And they make great Christmas gifts. Doesn't make a good Christmas gift, or whatever holiday you celebrate. It doesn't have. To be oh, Christmas. true. Just, yes, yes. Holiday just, gift. Yeah, you could just give it to birthday uh, gift. Birthday. You could just be a good friend. Hey, hey, buddy. I got you. I got you a gift. <laughs> I got you. I got you a mug and a sticker. There you go. I got you a Halloween gift. Ooh, yeah! Happy Halloween. Give them out to the kids at Halloween. Here's your there you go. Gift mug. Someone. My Someone little my, my throw son. that mug through your window. <laughs> <laughs> my son, let me just I I have a grievance. I have need to air real fast. My son was my wife took him out. They do that that we were just talking about this trunk or treat thing now. It's not even anyways, that's a whole other topic for a different day. But my little one year old son was out. Somebody was giving out little bottles of water. Come on. Really? We're doing this for Halloween? No candy? A bottle, like a like a little like what is it, like a pint less than a. You pint, know what? A I, I'm okay with water. like a Capri Sun or a juice box. A little bottle of water. Come on, man, it's water. Yeah, there's like there's yeah. no trick or treat anything about that. Because I I was rating I was rating his candy today because that's what dads do, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Welcome to fatherhood. Yeah, he's a one year old. <laughs> what sort of candy is he getting? That's, that's a great. Honestly, question. not going to you or your wife. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So. I was just being a good dad. I don't want him to. I mean, that's the, the candy. That's They're all choking for his pancreas. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm taking the bullet for him. Really? Attaboy. You're just a and great dad. <laughs> there's a bottle of water in there. It's like, this is, that's the worst. No, you, it, so do you, you have a neighborhood where kids will trick or treat, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the, the cool dude on the block? You trick or treat at the end of your driveway, and you have a cooler with beers in it. For the and kids, you, you hand those beers out to the parents, and they the will parents, love you. To the parents, <laughs> yes. yes, it's a good way to meet neighbors. I didn't know where this was going. I thought you're like, hey, kids, <laughs> no, get over come here. On, man. <laughs> All right. Anywho. Yeah, so go to geologyflannelcast.com for all your geology flannel cast needs. And, uh, and uh, check us out on the social media stuff, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X. Jesse doesn't like that X thing. He... I'm no, I'm, I'm off, too. Yep. I was an early adopter, too, 2009. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't – I had one for – I never – I tried doing it and just didn't. We didn't we still yeah we still have our. So the flannel cast. Oh yeah yeah of course yeah we're not animals. I might, no, I might maybe I'll start posting on it. I don't know. We'll see. Well, anyways, <laughs> check all that stuff out, and um, that's it for the flannel cast today. Whoop, whoop. You guys enjoy this one. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, see you next time with another fun and exciting episode of the premier geology podcast the geology final cast see See ya bye thanks for stopping bye